Hello and welcome to another episode of Drivel. The automotive podcast brought to you by a couple of regular petrol heads. We are your hosts. I'm Mo. I'm Mo. I was quite delayed on the introduction there. Almost yeah, no, you know, that's because you wait. Because when you say let's go, we're about to go, you kind of you expect me to wait or well, yeah, wait to see who's going first. But I thought I'd catch you off guard. You catch me off yeah, guard. Yeah. So like I caught you off guard when I basically said we're recording tonight and you totally forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, you need to tell me that shit in advance. We did. We agreed this like a week ago. No, no, by advance. I mean on the day. <laughs> I did. I told you just before. Oh yeah. Gave you a couple of hours of notice after yeah, giving yeah. you a week's notice. No, no, that's a bit late. A couple of hours. I said on the day, like so, like in the morning. You just remind me because when you tell me anything over a day, I tend to not pay attention. So, are we asking the listeners if uh, anybody wants to apply for the position of team PA? No, no, because we got to replace you first. Well, there's there's multiple vacancies that are open. Yeah, well, I can only do one. There's, there's I can only a, look a, after one at a time. So let's, a, let's get rid of you first. That's more important than having a team PA. I'm not even sure you can look. I'm not even sure you could look after one at a time. I mean, just getting you to remembered that we might be recording today was a chore in itself it was easy you said send me a message say we're recording today See? this is why we need a team pa so uh, hello everybody welcome to another episode of drivel i'm not going to do the the automotive podcast brought to you by a couple of regular petrol i'm not going to do again. the disclaimer we are going to get into the disclaimer <sighs> but not right away you know what i've just realized actually what? i could play playstation while i'm doing this and that way i don't really have to listen to you i mean yeah. i don't really anyway but because i've got nothing else to do i don't get a choice but if i play playstation i could just jump in with my piece what are okay. you saying? Really what what message to. are you portraying to the fans? All I, six living, of them. I'm just living up to your disclaimer. We're not professionals. Yes, but they deserve your attention. Do you want the listener count to drop from six no, to No, no, no. They have to pay me attention. I'm the one talking. I don't have to pay you attention. They well, choose to No, pay they don't have attention. to, but the attention is coming from them. I don't, I've got no one to give attention to. I'm just here chatting crap. You are chatting crap. And with that, shall we get to the disclaimer? So we no, let's not. Crap let's about cars. Let's just because oh. I've got a, got a good car to talk about this week. Actually, let's just get on with the car talk then. Well, well, before we get on with the car talk, I think it's really important to say that this is an automotive podcast. Uh, we are a couple. Can of I regular... disclaimer myself out of the disclaimer? To How say, can like, you disclaim I, your... Well, because I'm getting pretty good at this, and I do do work on my own car, so I do know about cars and uh, manufacturers. Listen to me, so I can disclaim myself out. Of the <laughs> manufacturers disclaimer. listen to you. Yeah, so I can disclaim myself out of the disclaimer. This is most disclaimer. So, no, no. So the dis- the disclaimer is a drivel disclaimer, and the disclaimer is all about the fact that we aren't professional motoring journalists, we aren't professional mechanics, even though he likes to think he is. We aren't I professional am. drivers, we aren't professional car reviewers, or any of that stuff. We're not professional podcast hosts. My uh, Instagram page proves I am. Your Instagram page does not prove you're professional. If anything, it probably proves the exact opposite. I'll draw your attention you to a Rover Coupe t- Turbo that had grey door handles. What is that? No, 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 no. That's if got to do with being a mechanic. That's prof- bodywork, yeah? I've I'm- never claimed to be a bodywork body work guy, but I'm talking about mechanics. If I was to take my, ca- my car to a professional, which is what you're claiming to be, to have yeah. it restored, and it came back with door handles I wasn't restoring that the body. No, 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 no. I wasn't restoring the body. I was putting the, I was restoring the engine, the chassis. I hadn't even got to that part yet. But then this way you told us the story about how the brakes didn't work properly and you went and hit the garage. Yeah. Was that the black car? The black, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're not that great then, really? Yeah. It's, nobody's that great. You have to work things out anyway. You have to work. So, so this is the level of professionalism we can expect from you. You will yeah. leave uh, body panels unpainted and you will repair... Body panels are the last thing you do. Fine. Okay. Admittedly, they might be the last thing you do. But brakes are pretty important. We can all agree that brakes are quite important. And you fucked them up too. No, no, they were already fucked. I was investigating why they were fucked. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to the disclaimer. So we're not professional anything. And I think we've just proved that we're not professional mechanics either, regardless of what he has to say. So what you should do is you should absolutely listen to what we're about to say. You should enjoy what we're about to say. And you should laugh with us. Or you should, you should la- quote you what we say. Us. You can what? Sorry? Quote, quote what we say. To who? Just 
quote, isn't it? Like, they people quote people, don't they? People quote people. Yeah, so you're going to say, oh yeah, I'm going to quote drivel. Yeah. <laughs> and it will only be a relevant reference to the other five people that we're listening. Yeah, that's true. Your marketing skills haven't got that great, yeah, have they? My marketing skills haven't got that great. Although I've got a pretty good Instagram post that's going to go out. It'll go out before this episode in relation to episode 12. So is it going out today? It will go out today. It'll as go in out. when we're recording today, today, not as in for the podcast. It's Correct. going out today on this. Okay. It will be on Instagram, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, there's no point in me hiding it. It's the uh, it's the post. No, no, there's no point. Yeah, you can wait for the post to come out. Yeah, yeah but they're going to hear this after the post has come out. So I'm not, there's no spoiler. Oh, okay, okay. Actually, I might do. What I might do is I might hold them in suspense because we have more listeners than we've got followers. So I'm not going to tell you what the post is. Go onto our Instagram page yeah. and check out the post. Yeah. And you'll know exactly which one I'm on about because it's, yeah, it's one point. of the most entertaining ones we've done for a very yeah. long time. We did get one. Well, I got a notification saying we had one more follower today. We have one more follower. Woo! One more follower. It's got slow us. on the uptake, isn't it? How hard is it? Like We tell you every friggin' week here, yeah, follow the Instagram page, follow the Instagram page, follow the Facebook page. It's not hard. It, this is true. It's not hard. Um, if I can sit here for an hour and a half every week and put up York shit, they, all they've got to do is click on a button on their phone. I think we've naturally come out of the disclaimer and onto the most, second most important part yeah, that of the was show. Yeah, that was the whole point. Which yeah, is good. plugging the socials. Yeah, so we are on Instagram at Drivel Podcast. We are on Facebook, Facebook at Drivel. Drivel Podcast. Yeah, Drivel, yeah. Um, and we do, as, as I said, we, we say this week in, week out, yeah. way more of you listen to us than follow us or interact with us, which is... A very odd phenomenon. Itself. Yeah, I know. It's not like you have to follow us and then sit there and wait for a... Po- just give us... We just want numbers on the followings. Just follow. That's it. And leave your phone alone. Well, no, no. You follow. Interact with us. There's no point just following us and then not interacting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interact true. as well. But I think what we're saying is if you go to the effort of listening to this crap, and by this crap, I mean like five minutes of complete bullshit before we even get to anything relevant to yeah, do with yeah. cars. And people do listen to it, actually. And people do, do listen to they it. Do. And you put up with that crap. The numbers don't lie. You clearly put in some kind of effort just whilst you're doing this pick up your phone do us a favor right now pick up your phone go to instagram find drivel podcast hit follow go to the latest post hit like interact with one of them leave a comment anything just let us know that you are paying attention to what we're saying that would be great and whilst you're doing that whilst you've got your phone in your hand and you're listening to us if you're listening on apple podcast or you are listening on stitcher i believe stitcher now allows reviews as well or does it hold? Leave us a five star review. Five stars it has to be five stars. Don't yeah. don't be funny and leave us four or three no. or one. The review can be whatever you like. You the can review write, absolutely. You can, sh- you can blaze us. In if the you feel that we are a three star podcast and you've got some tips for us, put it in writing a, to become a five star yeah. podcast. Exactly. Don't give, use don't use the stars to vote that. Give us five stars and then tell us why we're a three star podcast. That's what you can do. Actually, you can you can rate us five stars and your comment can be how many stars you think we're actually worth. That could be how you could leave. That's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying we're going to read through the reviews, but you know, just in case we do. That could be what yeah, it's probably will. I do. You but then they dry up. I was, yeah. was going to read through the reviews. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we're going to do. Yes. Yeah, so they're the instructions for today. Um, and with that, let's get into an episode of Drivel. Yeah. And the car I want to talk about today, uh, something that I drove, I say recently, it's probably been about three months. Everything seems like it's three it's months ago. Way, the start yeah. of this year has been incredibly slow. Uh, not least because we were slow to start recording as well, but also because kind of lockdown and current situation has just slowed everything down. You um, don't really need to drive anywhere. Well, yeah, exactly. So, but but I, but the car that I do want to talk about and the car that I did drive as about three months ago, it's a car that we both really really like, and it appeared in the top ten list from last week as yep. well. So yep. it's clearly a car that you all like too. It is drum roll, please. I say that and there's never actually. Oh, hello, we've got a drum roll today. Uh, it's Ford Focus. Yes. 
the all the car you ever need. And this was a special Ford Focus. Now you guys at home are going to be thinking, oh, they drove a Focus RS or a Focus Vignale. ST or even the Vignale edition. No, Vignale. the reason this one was a special Focus is because this was the entry level Ford Focus. Yeah, basic. It was. It, 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 was, yeah, it, it was. It was completely basic. Bargain base. Yeah, Audi. It, Audi edition. The Audi edition absolutely <laughs> was the Audi edition. So this was, in terms of trim level, it was the Z-Tech, Cloth. which is now the lowest trim you can get. Yeah, so, see, you know what? That's confusing because Z-Tech, actually, it's not just trim levels. It's actually the engine as well. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, they they've got a Z-Tech engine. Yeah, 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 yeah well, it was. Yeah. When Z-Tech first came, came out, out, it, it was, was an a rev, It was a limitless rev range. A limitless rev range? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So it didn't have a red line. It didn't have a red No, it didn't. <laughs> is this yeah, something didn't. you've just made up? No, 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 it didn't. Z-Tex didn't used to have a uh, red line. What do you mean they didn't have a red line? They didn't have a red line. How can an engine not have a red line? So they, they just didn't. explode, and then what happens after No, 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 because I think the way they were designed was it would, it, they, there was enough. They didn't take it to the to the max red line, but it was. It didn't have a... Oh, Mark. Oh, you know what, Karen? I'll just prove you wrong again. Yeah, okay, well, while you... If that's a fact, I'm going to be blown away for the second time in a week. Z Ford ZTEC engines did not have a red line. All engines have a red line. By the way, if you're wondering what the hell a red line it is, it is the maximum engine speed that the engine can safely withstand for any kind of short period of time on your tachometer in your car, where it goes red and in the rev needle, that's where the red line is, hence it's called a red line. And every engine ever known to man will have its upper limit of how fast it can rotate uh, and, and how long it can do that for before it ultimately explodes. So what you are saying is that Ford created an engine that could rev infinitely and never explode. No, no, obviously it didn't rev infinitely. Right. Anyway, whilst you're distracted by your phone again, trying to... No, I'm not talking, but you were, bla- you were blabbing. You get more distracted, but I can do all sorts of things. You can only do one thing at a time. I was not distracted. <laughs> you were blabbing and I was letting you blab while I was looking for something. So right. don't worry about me. You are, you are You're frantic- annoyed at the fact that I'm on my phone you when I'm talking. frantically searching for evidence to prove yeah. that what you just said isn't complete and utter bullshit. Um, and if it is complete and utter bullshit, it's fine because that's the show anyway. Uh, so going back to Z-Tech. So this, the, the Z-Tech um, trim level is the lowest trim level available in the Ford Focus. So this Ford Focus that we we had that I drove was a ZTEC uh, trim line Ford Focus. It was a five door hatchback manual gearbox, and it had the smallest, uh, most basic engine that they do, which is their three cylinder one liter EcoBoost engine. Oh, why we change it? So this was the engine that was um, famously, you know, it fits on the size of A4 paper, like a sheet crazy. of A4 paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a very, very small engine. Um, I've seen you put your phone down. Did you find... Yeah, I just said, I think I must have been chatting shit. I think you were chatting shit. Right. You just said that very quietly. I don't think that they heard you. No, they heard me. So you were were correct last week. I just didn't want you to hear me. I gave you a juice last week. You were right about the 2007 E46. I'm always right, mate. That's just one thing I've got wrong. (laughs) How long have we been doing this? (laughs) I'm always right, except for right now when I'm wrong. Yeah, exactly. Okay, excellent. Now that that's cleared up, that you're not always right. Wow, except for that one. It's still over a 90% rate, you know. So this base spec focus. So... I didn't have high hopes for it, other than the fact that I knew it would... Was I with you when you got it? No. I think we did. No, you weren't. No. This was a day, so you got got called away. Yeah. We were actually meant to record that day. I'm pretty sure we were meant to record that day. And you got called away on some... Well, I've definitely driven one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not too dissimilar to the other one that we got given a few months before that. Pre-drivel days. 
What? The focus? Yes. That's what I'm thinking there. You're thinking yeah, of that yeah, focus. Yeah, yeah. I got okay. another one okay. more recently. Yeah. Um, so yeah, manual gearbox, one liter EcoBoost engine, ZTEC spec, no, well, I say no optional extras. In terms of optional extras, this car was white and I have since discovered that white isn't uh, an additional extra. It's a 250 pound extra. Option, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for some reason people, the, it start, actually it started a little while ago, people just fired with white cars. Well, the standard, there used to be a time when kind of your standard colours were more than one colours. Colour? Hence colours. Yeah, now I think it's just I just fucked silver. up my plurals then completely. Um, but no, with the Ford Focus, the standard colour is red. Is so it? if you want a red Why Ford Focus, you... You, don't pay an, you don't pay anything extra for it. If you want any other colour, including white, which is normally the colour that you pay nothing extra for, you pay £250. And there are some colours that go up to like 850 quid. If you want black, which is a popular colour, metallic black, you're looking at spending seven to £800, pounds, yeah. if not a bit more. Was, have you ever noticed a lot of the time press cars are red as well? Um, yes, they are actually. Uh, 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 maybe it's just not a popular colour. Maybe because it's not a popular colour. But I mean, you see, fair, see a fair few red cars. I don't know. Red. It depends, right? When when the designer designs the car, I think they normally design it with a colour in mind, which will work best. And they, mm. they, they tend to try and make press cars in those colours that show off the vehicle's lines. No, I don't agree with that. Red, red doesn't race, doesn't turn off the line. Right I think now. there are some cars that look good in red. Anyway, the Ford Focus. I'm not yeah. sure what the press color was for the Ford Focus because, yeah. quite frankly, it's a Ford Focus that so they came out in all colors, uh, even though you had to pay for them. So this one had white paint, which doesn't affect its ability to drive or anything. And then the other thing that it had, which also doesn't really affect any of its abilities, was something called a appearance pack. And as far as I can tell, it did they have you... eyebrows and the headlights? No, 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 no. Lashes, no. This is an sorry. appearance pack that you then Lashes. go and buy from Halfords. Oh, no, okay, no, yeah, yeah. no, that's not when you pass your test with the Fiat 500. No, yeah, yeah. not that pack. Uh, so you get tinted rear windows, um, which on a white car helps yeah, to smarten up nice, a little yeah. bit. And you get slightly upgraded alloy wheels, which are like machined, polished, machine polished at the front. Mm-hmm. So they look a little bit nicer. So that's all this car had. There'll be a picture yeah. up on Instagram uh, at the point that this episode goes live so you can see the actual car. Yeah, That's all it had. Everything else was as it comes. So there was no additional optional extras inside there were no driver aids or anything added to it shit you need them and and the thing that that kind of you don't need them in that no way. you need them i'm I not generalizing oh, you right you. okay fine i'm not talking to the public here I'm talking <laughs> you're to you. talking about you me. need them mate <laughs> right okay thank you for that um now the, the one thing that that immediate i immediately noticed when i got in the car We've driven a lot of Korean cars. We've driven a lot of Korean hatchbacks. Yeah, we have. That we would have, be yeah. a competitor to the Ford Focus. And the interior yeah. quality of the Kias and the Hyundais that arrival of Ford Focus is actually better. That's one thing that surprised me was that the interior like quality, the plastics... We're a bit crappier in the focus. I was about to say exactly what lets GM down is they use those the crap. You know when you like scratch the scratchy it, plastic, the scratchy plastic, and it just and that's just American. So you look at all American cars, no matter what it is, from a Dodge Viper to a Chrysler, to they just use that. It's hard to replicate, but it's just nasty, horrible plastic. Yeah, the Ford Mustang has the same thing, right? Yeah, the interior yeah, yeah, yeah. is and, and on this focus, the, the one thing that really stood out uh, with just how bad it was, the uh, electric window switches on the driver's door mm-hmm. um, to the car I drove was a year old, 18 months old or something. And, and these cars don't get treated 
particularly well because they don't really belong no, to anybody. Yeah, they're no, exactly. loaned out to people like us yeah. to go and drive, drive the review and whatever, right? Yeah. Um, the electric window switches had started to kind of crack in places and the paint, and paint completely, yeah, completely yeah, that's peeled horrible away. They do that, yeah. um, so it just, just gives you an indication of, you know, the, the, the areas that you're going to touch most often mm. aren't going to stand the test yeah, of time. Yeah. So 18 months of kind of abuse gets you that, which means that in, in normal use, five or six years down Families, the line of normal kids, use, families, kids and things dogs. like that. Yeah, you are going to start to see quite a lot of wear and tear on the interior, which is a real shame, actually, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that, that let the side down quite a lot. Um, but on the interior, on the flip side, there was lots of thoughtful touches in the interior. Uh, so cup holders, we're a big fan of cup yes, holders. Yes, That's why we like hold, the Toyota yeah, yeah, Yaris. And we've got yeah. an episode called Cup Holders. If you haven't listened to that, go, go back go and listen to that, that as well. Yeah, it's yeah. a great episode. Mercs cup, do crap cup holders. Mercs do crap cup holders. Don't, it's not a cup holder. It's like a cubby hole. Yeah, that a cup might fit in. A cup might fit in, but they're not like, they're not um, designed, sorry, they're not like designed to take a cup. It's just a rectangle. And then no, you've no. got that slider, the shutter on there. No. VWs are crap as well, exactly the same, but they give you a bottle cap open and designed to try and do that, which as soon as you put your foot down and go forward or break, it moves, so your drink goes everywhere. So, so Mercedes, here's a fun fact. You can get the thing that turns your triangle, your rectangle space into a slightly less rectangular space and separates it into two. Oh, how much does that cost? That's an extra. I have no idea how much it costs, but you have, you go and buy that. The separator to, so you can put two cups into your cup holder space. That's ridiculous. How much is the cup holder on your six series? Oh, right. The six series. So this was the E63 six series. Yeah. Like 2004. The Tramps hat. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. That one. Um, I negotiated it in as part of the deal. I bought it the car second hand. And uh, no, wait, 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 wait! You had to negotiate a cup holder. Yes, because you sad because bastard. the cup holder. No, no, that no. would have been enough for me to put, walk away and say, "Listen, if you if you're gonna want me to negotiate on a cup holder, if you can't throw in a cup holder, then later, mate." Well, this wasn't a five pound cup holder. This is why you've asked it's me the question. It's a cup holder, though. It is right, but this is the ridiculousness of it. It comes in two parts. You've got the actual. Um, plastic bracket that the cup goes in and by the way it's just a single cup holder and then you've got the bracket that the cup holder goes to in the car now the car had that fitted but the cup holder itself was missing bmw claims so specific cup cup holder and cup no the, you can put any cup into oh, okay, it okay. but the circular bit that the cup went into yeah. was separate from the piece that was fixed permanently oh this thing that sticks out of the side yeah against the yeah, it's to, to side of the out. dash, yeah, basically. Yeah. So the bit that was meant to be installed in the dash was installed, and yeah. then the cup holder bit that that clips into, into it that, yeah. was missing. Right now, BMW claimed that you can't just buy the cup holder piece; you have to buy the cup holder piece and the bit that you you fix to the car. Wow. And the parts price they gave me was something ridiculous, like two hundred and thirty pounds. Jeez. Which is why I said, "I'm sorry, you're going to have to supply that to me free." There's only one person on the planet I know that would pay that. We both know him. Well, yeah, um, ridiculous. And so, you, so sure. they two people. So they then did true to their word. They didn't send out to me in the post the cup holder. Cheap bastards. They didn't send me the whole thing. They yeah. took out the bit that I didn't need, <laughs> kept it, and just sent me the bit <laughs> that I did need. But jokes on them because six months later, while I was cleaning out the car, I found the actual cup holder that I thought was missing, <laughs> buried behind one of the back seats somewhere. Um, so yeah, I got two of them, and then I sold one on eBay and got like eighty quid for it. Bloody. So yeah, cup holders, very important. But going back to the cup holders in this focus, so thoughtful touch in the door cubby uh, where you know Never where they normally- those kind of cup holders. Well, so what no. they've done there is they actually put a little bit of an indentation in it. So when you do put a cup in that door pocket, 
Yeah. It holds the cup. It, it's, it's a good idea, but you know what? Getting something in and out of there, there's too many things for your hand to hit on the way up and <laughs> yeah. on the way down. That, that, the cup might end up in there, but the contents of that is going to end up on you and in the car on the floor. I thought, I'm not a fan of that. I, I thought it was a, uh, I thought it was a useful touch though. No, I disagree. I don't think it is useful. I don't think it is useful. Not not for a cup. Like I say, you you're gonna you're gonna spill it every time you try and take it out. You or might. Down. No, no. <laughs> I think you, this says you. more about you than the car. <laughs> um, but they, it did have a central cup holder. No, no but if you a- think about it, sorry, sorry. If we're gonna get into detail, so if we're you, gonna get detail about cup holders, of so course we are. Listen, we have to. So if you think if you get a cup from, um, if you get a coffee, sorry, takeaway from uh, Starbucks of a. Uh, no, actually, who gives a shit? Yeah, Starbucks, shit. Costa, yeah, Starbucks. The rest of them are shit anyway. So <laughs> when you put it in, the problem is when you put it into that cup holder. There's only there's only a little bit of it at the top sticking out, and it's like the lid bit. So that's where you're gonna grip oh, it right, from. Oh right, I see. Okay, from the lid bit. It's not like you can get your hand onto all of it. And when you do that, you're gonna have to obviously you're not gonna pick it up from the lid. Yeah, you're gonna squeeze the cup a little bit, mate. It's just a, it's you just sound a like you're speaking from happened. experience. You're damn right, I am. <laughs> Right, so we know that you're not very good with cups of coffee from Starbucks. No, no, no. We know that those cup holders aren't very good. But this had a normal cup holder as well in the centre. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just talking about the ones in the doors. Yeah. That's the ones I'm talking it's about. It's fine. So, so if you didn't want to use the ones in the doors, yeah. and I can see why. Maybe for a bottle of water, they're better. Yes, 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 yes. For bottles of water, they work. Yeah. But the cup holders in the middle, yeah. they were adjustable. So you know how sometimes huh? you have big cups and you have smaller cups. Oh, they had the spring little arms in them, yeah. Yeah, but you could adjust it. I'm not can't remember exactly how it was three oh. months ago, right? But okay. but this, I remember seeing the central bit and I could actually move it around because I put my phone yeah. in there, so I moved it so it'd hold my phone securely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But same principle with cups: you put a small cup in or a thin bottle, and you could slide it close so that it would hold on. Oh, to the so bottle. not not like on the Mercs, you get the top like the the thing that you pull across the top to close. Yeah, no, that no, thing. It, wasn't, it wasn't proper... it wasn't a makeshift. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. kind of makeshift cover that would then double up as uh, something that, that could change the size oh, okay, of the cup okay. holder. Now, this was intended to be that. Okay. So again, a bit of thought that's gone into it as well. The other thing that I quite like in the world of touchscreen, um, I like my music. We don't like touchscreen though. No, no, I know. And that's why this is a really important thing. That's oh, okay. something that they've maintained. Uh, I like listening to my music. I listen to my music on Spotify and I use uh, Android Auto because I'm not an Apple fanboy. Um, and again, this car came with Apple, uh, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto as oh, standard. Most of them do now anyway. Yeah. But the thing that was great about this, it had physical buttons to skip tracks. Oh, did it? Yeah. I didn't have to so you don't have to look. Stupid touch screen. Yeah. So you don't have to, that's the pro- this is the thing with touchscreen, isn't it? When you're driving down the road, you have to look where you're going. You have to look at the screen. So you take your eyes off the road. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. So this had physical buttons to be able to skip tracks and fast forward and things like that. So again, that was a nice little touch as well. Um, speaking of the stereo for, a base stereo in in a car like that, I was really impressed. Wait, I was, Fords have never been known for their stereos, even their like high end high end ones. I can't even tell been, you who makes their high end. I, I was about to say, I don't think anyone specifically makes their. High, I remember Mercedes used to have Blount 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 as their like high end. Yeah, back in the day when Blackpunk used to make quality audio gear, um, they did debatable, the debatable. Yeah, it, this not was in, in the '90s, back when because it was it was the days of cassette players, right? And and they did use yeah, yeah, very good cassette players. Yeah, maybe back in the day, the 190Es, where they had the little fins in the side pillars so that you could hear the music on the outside. Did they? <laughs> the 190. If you look at the 190s, so on the rear pillar coming down to the boot, there's like three slats. Yeah, with mesh in there. And that was like obviously when the music was playing, you could hear. I think it was, I don't, I think it was probably something to do with like getting the air out from inside the car and venting out. But as a byproduct of that, when you turn the music on, you could hear. You the could music hear it through. Oh, there, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. yeah it prob- f- probably was for yeah. airflow and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think 
Oh, no, actually, didn't Ford used to use Sony head units for their top they end, did. top end? But I don't think they used Sony speakers. It was just a head unit that was yeah, Sony. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure, but it's never... Yeah, it was Sony. You, you never really... Like you... Um, you don't know the... They're not synonymous with anything. Like BMW, yeah. you go Harman Kardon, right? Yeah, you, know, yeah. you know that's the case, and yeah. that's the case for some, yeah. so, some of the uh, German manufacturers. Yeah, Audi have Bang & Olufsen or Bose in their older cars. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. Now, so who are Mercedes now? Then are they are they now Harman Kardon as well? They were Harman Kardon previously. I don't know if they've switched. to... So they went Blount put Harman Kardon. Yeah, I'm not sure who does who does their audio now. Burmeister. Oh, Burmeister. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Burmeister. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, Ford. I couldn't tell you who. Yeah, yeah. I don't all. think it's never. I don't think it's anything. I know you can get something about. called a shaker sound system on the Mustang. I have no idea who the hell shaker are. Oh, that's a Mustang. Oh, that's just basically. Uh, it used to be like a a, a floor sub. Under the seat. Right, under the seats. I think that's what it is. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But this had no upgraded stereo, mm. and it was really, really good to the point where the Duke that we spoke about in last uh, in the last episode, mm. how it had the Bose upgrade. Yeah, this wipes the floor with really? that shitty Bose system. Completely wipes the floor with it. I mean, playing yeah. music out of your phone wipes the floor with that Bose well, system. That Bose, to be, to yeah, be fair. yeah, that was. Um, so yeah, you know, really, really good in terms. I guess what I'm getting at here is basic quality in that car, other than the scratchy plastics. Yeah, and and the, and the kind of cheapy. The bits they've cheaped out on, like switches and things, yeah. it's actually done very, very well. Is Steering wheel feels nice. Gear change felt really, really good. Had a nice weight to it. Um, because are they, because the thing is, they've designed the Focus to be an everyday car, yeah, and then they've sprinkled the fairy dust on it later on. If you know what I mean. So it's been designed to be used every day. So they've given you a basic level of comfort. And that, is, that just yeah. works for someone and that car is for someone that wants to get to A to B yeah but the thing I find odd about that is I agree with what you said but what they what I would have expected them to do you? is the bits that do not, why would I not agree with you because you're not always right uh, may may I refer you back to an engine that would never explode remark that you made one one, one out of a hundred <laughs> one so out of still a 99.99999% accuracy rate that's not how percentages work but okay sure um, but if that was the case, I would have expected things like the window switches and the plastics to be the stuff that's done well, with stereos being crap because you can upgrade them when you go up the spec chain. But what they seem to have done yeah. is the things that you might go up the spec chain on to improve, there's really no need to improve them. Yeah, but you say that, but look, coming back to your point, don't forget, these are cars that are given out to everyone to just test ride the shit out of. So when we're in there using them, not, when no one cares... How about they, how they use them? That's so just like, them. just pull it up, yank it off, you might scratch it with your nail or But if it's a car, when it's a car you buy, you're going to be, care. you're going to take care yeah, of it. I know, you're but even be then, I was, look, we've seen, uh, comparing it to the Korean cars that we've had that have suffered exactly the same abuse and same kind of age. This just, the interior. Know, how many, how many people will take the Korean cars? Yeah, I don't know, uh, mm. to be fair. How many people will take a base focus, but we did. Uh. Um, so yeah, it was good. And then kind of, you know, the, the whole, the gear change in the steering has a really nice feel to it, which just adds to the, the fact that it's got a really, really good chassis. You know, it feels yeah. playful. It's a very nimble. The Ford Focus has always been a really nimble. They've always had a very a really good really chassis. Good yeah, chassis yeah, 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 yeah. Um, from the first generation. And this one the is absolutely no different. first generation looked ugly. It was absolutely hideous. And, and this is why, forget performance for a second. This is why that one liter EcoBoost engine is the engine of choice. It's a small, light engine. This is a front-wheel drive car anyway. Yeah. If you're going to put a heavy, big, heavy diesel engine over the front wheels, you feel that you when you're be, driving yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you, you know, when you when you take part in any spirited driving or even go around a corner or a roundabout, you feel the extra weight. This felt really, really nicely balanced and really, really nimble. How so, did you take it on the motorway? I did. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't driven a 
one litre engine, mainly what? because I refused to. But like, what was it like on the motorway? So I did a little test going slightly uphill. Oh shit! Um, this was, you know, the uh, on the M40 as you're coming uh, south. Coming back, yeah, Wickham. Yeah. Yes, as you're heading towards Wickham, you know, where you go through that bit where the, the M40 goes through, through effectively the some hills. Yeah, yeah, and that that's where you there. see cars going backwards. Yeah, cars start to slow down, lorries get to like 40 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. I was at 60 miles an hour in sixth gear when I put my foot down and it accelerated absolutely Really? Fast. Yeah. So it does the job Ooh. really, really well. I think it's 125 uh, horse strength is what this car has, yeah. 125 PS. Um, again, if you don't know what I'm on about, I say horse strength, go back and listen to that episode where we explain it all. Yeah. Um, 125 horsepower. So it doesn't, it's not a huge amount of horsepower, but it's got a turbo, right? It's a small engine that's, that's rev happy mm. with a turbo that spools up very, very quickly. And yeah. as a result, no there's no turbo lag or there's mm. very little turbo lag. Mm. You know, you, you kind of, get, as you're starting to get to 2000 RPM, the turbo is completely on song. Yeah, yeah. 2000 RPM is nothing on a petrol engine as well. Yes, yeah, so there's plenty of go. It feels really responsive it feels energetic it feels playful it feels nimble but you know that's not the be all and end all because as you say this is an everyday car meant to be used for yep. everyday things it was comfortable as well extremely it is very comfortable it's very very comfortable comfortable yeah. seats they weren't yeah. it's the ZTEC edition but it didn't have stupid sporty seats that no, are no, really, no, no. really hard it had nice, nice comfortable seats nice driving position very good driving position yeah, and it's, it's got sp- plenty of space to open the doors at the back as well for you to get in and out of yeah and the boot's ample on it yeah, I have no idea how many litres of water it holds but it's an ample sized boot you're absolutely right it's going to be yeah. no no better no worse than it's kind of competition really oh, it'd be better. I reckon it'd be better than the competition because you look at it it's got a, it's got a usable boot it's got it, the boot is big as in usable. There's no like awkward like. There's no awkward loading uh, lip. And loading, lo- yeah, loading is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's that's fair actually. Like the CLA that you used to have that had a big boot, but you could only get like something that was five centimeters wide in it because yeah, like, the tail yeah. lights would come in. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, it's got space. it's got a really sensible size boot opening as well. So yeah, it's you know. I- I can't. I, I couldn't fault it. I was about to say, have we ever faulted a Ford Focus I apart couldn't. from the Mark One, which is just hideous, even for its time? I'm sorry, I, it was hideous. I think, no personal preference. I quite liked the look of it. Really? Yeah, I did. Oh, God, the three no. door one looked a lot better than the five door in the Mark One. Yeah, most of them do, though. To be fair, but I mean, the, it was it was bad. But I mean, it drove well, though. It, it drove, drove really it, well. It drove yeah. well. And I think the interior was more. It was probably yeah. more. And, my and with the exception problem. of this one liter EcoBoost engine, I think the, the engines have been largely uh, unchanged since that first Focus as well. Which just goes to show these are solid engines. They that's, are actually. That, you yeah. know, that's the car when people come to us a lot, asking us what car should they buy. That's the first thing we say, isn't it? And anybody that comes to us with a modest budget, right? If they're not after something specific, i.e. they're not after a performance I. car not or a, a weekend wanker. car or a track car or they're not a badge wanker, yeah. right? We will recommend a Ford Focus. If not, if the budget is slightly less modest and it gets a little bit higher, then we will recommend something newer from the Koreans because the, yeah, the, the yeah, newer yeah. Korean vehicles really. are Value, very, very good. Very good. And, and when you're kind of shopping in the less than seven years old range, you've got the added warranty that they come with as well yeah yeah, yeah. Whereas which the Fords don't, they come with yeah. like a three-year warranty yeah 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 which is a long time we've um, had this we've had this before i mean what if you think about the top three maybe top four i don't know if you're gonna throw jaguar in there but you know what why would you go give me a justifiable reason to why you would take one of the top three or four over a focus other than 
You're a badge wanker. When you say top three, you, you're talking about the big German manufacturers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Why? why? Well, the only right? reason you do it is because simply you are a badge wanker and that's all. People may think, oh, it's a Ford. It's an entry-level Ford, which means that it's not going to have much equipment. And the reason I go for the premium cars is because they come with better equipment. They all have, But they all have models and trims, though. They all have trim levels. Well, true. But in 2021, the Ford Focus ZTEC, so the one I drove, it's yeah. got more extras as standard now in its specification compared to the one I drove, which is like 18 months old. Oh, so, so now it comes with lane keep assist as standard. It comes with wireless charging for your phone standard. as standard yeah. on top of that, right? It's got everything else that you'd want, automatic lights, wipers, mm-hmm. um, Android Auto, as I said, and, and, and Apple CarPlay. Another novel feature that most cars don't have comes with an actual spare wheel. It's not a full-size spare wheel. Oh. But in 2021, so no a spare flat. wheel is so, better than... So it means it doesn't get. come with run flats, thankfully. So it doesn't, but but even, even when cars don't come with spare wheels, doesn't mean they come with run flats. A lot of them come with, and, and the Mercedes CLA that you mentioned earlier that I had, yeah. had this. It comes with a can of tyre goo and uh, a compressor. Nah, the, the, yeah. no, no, the tyre goo will not work on ordinary tyres. Yes, it does. So the way it works, and by the way, it destroys your ordinary tires, what it will do, and it only ever works if you've got like a, a small hole, something that's equivalent to what a slow oh, puncture would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the goo will circulate around your tire Tire and create a, 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 a temporary harder. barrier. Yeah. You then refill the tire with air with the compressor that they provide you with. Yeah. And that is good enough for you to effectively get to where you need to go to replace your tire. But at yeah. that point, your tire, if it may oh, have been repairable. Been, yeah, it's not. Is now completely. As soon ruined. as you use that goo, it's not. Yeah, you can't use. So, it so the goo and the go. By the way, the goo's not going to work if you have an actual blowout. Oh, you know, actually, I used to have a Montiers for work. That would have had years run ago. Flats. It had run flats, and it went. The tire went, and I tried to use that goo. It's, it's a mess. It is an absolute mess trying to use that. Well, stuff. The, I mean, the run flats wouldn't need the goo anyway, because the whole point is, if you've got a puncture and they have no. No, no, no this was pressure. a proper. It was, it was the tire had gone flat. In theory, run flats, they should be able to drive entirely when it's flat. Oh, no. This Speed one. limited, of course. Yeah, no, no. But they should I do without breaking it apart. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> so you basically split the sidewall, the yeah. bit that was meant to yeah, allow you to run yeah. flat. Yeah, goo's not going to help there no. either. But this, you'd have to worry about it with the Focus. comes with a spare wheel. Yeah, no, that's, Space that's good. Spare wheel, but it comes with one. Which yeah, is space, saver, well, spare wheel's a spare wheel, isn't it? You wanna, what does it matter? matter if it's a space saver? That's all yeah. you need. However, so we were talking about why would you consider anything else? There is one reason. Price. Oh, they get, are they getting more expensive? Slightly. But when you're shopping at this end of the market, slightly equates to a 10% difference. If you want to buy a base spec Ford Focus, and as far as I'm concerned, that's, that's all you need. Yeah. Right? Uh, so it has the EcoBoost engine, a six-speed manual gearbox. If you're happy with it in red, you haven't got to spend anything on color. And, you know, I, I, the one that I had had a performance pack performance pack sorry appearance pack not necessary at all doesn't make any difference to anything you're looking at twenty two thousand six hundred and ten pound on the road are you are you saying that's expensive relatively because when you start shopping uh, amongst the koreans kia seed yeah, definitely a competitor the kia seed is the equivalent of a ford focus see but a seed now is they call it a shooting break but it's not but the seed is no. only available in a state right no 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 there's a seed hatchback is it? There's a seed hatchback and then there's the seed... X-seed. No, no, no. The seed... They do a seed and an X-seed. They the used X- to do the seed and the X-seed. No, 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 no. They do a seed 
And you can still buy it brand new because I can tell you exactly how much it will cost you. Okay, go on. So the seed in its most basic trim. Actually, you could spring for one that has nav. Not that you need to because it has uh, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto anyway. Um, but if you want, went, wanted one with nav as well, the seed is 20500 And that's a one litre three-cylinder three engine manual gearbox. So that's a good... And it is a two, nice looking car. It is a nice looking car. It's a very nice And that's a good two grand cheaper than your Ford Focus. 10% Ooh. difference. At that price point, that's big. Do they... Remember when they, they brought out the Kia... Seed Pro GT. Pro Seed GT. Pro Seed GT. Yeah. That was a nice looking car. In it was day. a nice looking and car. And it, it had decent performance, but I don't think they do that anymore. Um, no, I, I don't know if they do a hot seed anymore. But no. Maybe. Um, Hyundai i30, then, if the Kia C doesn't take your fancy. Yeah. That's just a shade over 20,500. That's 20,695. The i30. But actually, the i30 is quite a bit smaller than. I think the it just looks smaller. It? I don't think it actually is. I think it has the. It, oh, I, th- I think it might be quite a bit smaller actually. No, that the i twenty is smaller, and the i ten obviously is smaller again. Yeah. But the i thirty is meant to be the same size. Ooh, okay. Um, the Vauxhall Astra. Remember, we spoke about how Vauxhalls are just fine. The Astra is just fine. Oh, but, I don't. But I don't. You this, this might be something. The that, Astra van, yes. If you get the Astra van, which they don't make anymore, but get one as late as you can, two thousand twelve, and you want the one point seven or the one point nine. I've actually got both of them, so if you're interested, drop me a line. <laughs> you need to sell them and part with them. That's what you want on the Astra van. You just put seats in the back. Job done. Right. So let's, let's let's assume that you're not going to go and buy an eight-year-old van off O and full service it. history. Uh, yeah. Stop selling the vans now. Um, but Vauxhall Astra, brand new, fully loaded Griffin edition. So this isn't base spec now. We're talking ev- every single optional extra that they will throw at you, apart from kind of really, really expensive, stupid. Is that what the Griffin is? The Griffin edition. That's £19,245. That's expensive. No, that that's is a, that, frigging that's a, full, exp- that's a full three thousand, almost three and a half grand cheaper than the Focus. It's a Vauxhall Astra, mate. It's expensive. Fundamentally, hatchback, manual gearbox, three-cylinder petrol engine, with all the bells and whistles, is three and a half grand cheaper than a base-spec Ford Focus. I know, I know, I sleep badge wankers, and I'm not badge wanking here, right? But the Astra, <laughs> the Voxel, <laughs> the Voxel is, a, it's just a dreary, dreary car. Please pay the extra three grand and go for the Focus. I agree with you that the Focus is going to be a more entertaining drive, but let's say that driving entertainment just wasn't your thing, and you needed a mode of transport. And, and let's admit, people shopping in this category may well fall. Then in- buy a Dacia, Dacia. That's a very good point. I didn't even look at how much a day she would be, but probably about 15 there's no re- There is no reason whatsoever in the world to buy a Vauxhall. Yeah. Explained. Uh, someone has yet got to explain to me what, and I'm talking about uh, uh, passenger cars, not commercial cars. <laughs> yeah. That's it, says the person who's got two commercial, the commercials are very good. Unless it's a 1.3, the combo, don't ever buy a 1.3 Vauxhall anything, a commercial or passenger. But the commercial cars are very good, man. The, the, the Astro vans, I've got two of them. Yeah. And I've had two previously. No. But why, I, I just, they, why would you, somebody please, if one of our listeners out there has got Vox, a Vauxhall car and yeah, we know you like them as well, but you, you still didn't justify why. Just explain why you would buy a Vauxhall Astra or a Vauxhall Insignia. Well, let's go a little bit deeper else. on what you've just said. So you've just spoken about the vans, right? And the vans are really, really good. Why? Yeah. Because they've got solid engines and solid gearboxes. 
right? They've got solid engines, yeah. The gearboxes can be a bit hit and miss. But... Can be a bit hit, but they've yeah. got solid engines, yeah. right? And, and if you service them properly, they go for a while. Oh, God, yeah. It's the same engines they put in the cars. And that's why people Did buy you... Vauxhall cars, because actually, fundamentally, if you maintain them, and they're not expensive to maintain compared to the Germans, they're quite cheap to maintain, Yeah, yeah. right? They will run for a very, very long time. That is a car. But so will a Dacia. So will a Honda. Well, so will I'm a not Kia. Sure. So will a Hyundai. I'm not sure about Dacia. I agree with the Koreans, yes, but the Koreans are more expensive. Yeah. Dacia. Ha- ha- have you ever come across any bad reviews on a Dacia in terms of the reliability? Aren't they, aren't they manufactured by Renault? Doesn't matter who they're manufactured by, but have you seen their, have you seen their reliability stats? We, we, we haven't got to this episode yet, but I'm sure it's coming in the future. Yeah. When we tell everybody, do not buy a French car unless you want it to be broken every three to four days. Yeah, but that's but there's a there's a difference though. They should they should for some reason they still they they like the new old Hondas. The new they old- go, they just go and go and go and go. So why can they get it right in the Dacia, but they can't get it right in any? Do you know what? Probably I'll tell you probably why because. The engines, take away the engine, the rest of it is probably just pure simplistic. There's probably no electrical gubbins in it. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, a lot of the French cars are mechanical. Faults. Oh, it's all, it's it's all electrical mechanical. Faults. Electrical, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And but the Dacia is just, it's just mechanics, isn't it? Mm. It's like put together like a Meccano set. Okay, fine. So Dacia, well, I don't even know what the Dacia would be. The Sendero, is it? Is that the equivalent to the Focus? They do a Sendero. Oh, no, we, we forgot about the other new one, the uh, Vinnie Jones bloody... Um, uh, Sangyong Sangyong Corando I don't know what cars they do but all I remember is the Corando that's the a car- big ass car that yeah is. that's not going to be an equivalent to a Ford Focus no no it's not I don't know if it's, and then don't, don't it doesn't matter if someone gives that to you run away run very quickly in the opposite direction yeah true, true. you don't want that haunting yeah no you don't even if it comes with Vinnie Jones actually if it comes with Vinnie Jones that's an even if it comes with you definitely run, run. Away, definitely run away uh, yeah but okay so but the Astro is cheaper right and, I, and yeah, yeah. half of the drivel team would understand why you bought that yeah the sad half. The sad half, half, fine. That thinks he knows about cars but doesn't and then just gets one and justifies it. So then the other obvious rival that most people would look to and that would be recommended for a lot of people, Volkswagen Golf. It appeared, it was number two in our top 10 of 2020. Mm, mm. The Golf, however, the new Mark 8 Golf or Golf 8 as they call it, yeah. the most basic Golf oh, I which comes with... Close to th- 25 plus. No, actually, it's not as bad as you think. It's 23,355. But when I say the most basic golf, oh, so you yeah. only have a choice of one color and it's this horrible dark gray thing. Really? Not, a choice of just one color? Choice of one color. And I bet you get the shitty tartan seats, which everyone thinks is amazing. No, no, they come with the G, they come in the GTI. Oh, okay. The okay. standard would be standard black cloth, 16 inch wheels. It just looks dreary. Right? And if, if you're yeah. going to buy a golf, you wouldn't buy that. You'd then have to go and add wheels to it. Maybe not change the color because you yeah. might like that gray, but you'd yeah. add wheels or you'd then go and say, maybe I want slightly nicer interior. Maybe I want leather or something. And you just, the price would then start to go up 25, 26 and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, so it is about that in reality. Well, actually, I know some people aren't really that. I mean, it is quite surprising how the models look so dreary when you don't put anything on them, when they just come yeah. out as is. But what surprises me even more is you go on to, to the configurator, and I guess the configurator has to be accurate in terms of what the car's going to look like. Mm. But you'd hope that they 
you know, take the best picture of the car or show the best angle of the car on their website. And when they just show the basic one on the configurator, yeah, it yeah. looks it's horrible. It looks horrible. But I think the I think the reason they do that is to entice people into no, I've got to, to add change stuff the colour. Yeah. I've got to put the wheels on it. I've got to put this badge on it. And we all know someone who's gonna sit there and put add this and add this and add this and add that so it looks like Yeah, it's got or, everything or, on there. or actually they'd just go, I won't and buy the base a, trim, I'd go yeah. and buy a, a GT line or whatever, an R oh, yeah, line that, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the and then when I add in the cup holder and the scarves <laughs> and the keychains and the t-shirts well cup holders yes you have to add cup holders because German no no the it. cup cup the, holders oh, the cups the cups is it the cups or the cup cup holders the cup cup holders and the cups the cup cup holders and the cups, cups yeah. if you're buying a BMW from 2008 yeah. or whatever it is then yeah so yeah, that's kind of where it stacks up in terms of price. Then you're looking at 22 grand versus the Koreans, which are about 20 grand, versus Germans, which are about 23, 24. Mm. So it's kind of in the middle of that. Would and I guess that's probably fair in terms of where they're pitching themselves. But I do think yeah. now Ford and the Focus have got to be on the lookout for the Koreans building better cars that are okay. Maybe don't have the dynamic edge that the Focus does. But they're not far away. They're getting better with every iteration, and crucially, is a bit cheaper as well. Yeah, I think you know what I think the problem is, right? So Kia obviously did the the, the performance saloon. What the Stinger? They did the Stinger. Now they've yeah. simplified that by doing just that's it. You just get the Stinger GTS. Shit off a stick GTS. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Boom. But they don't they don't follow that through to the other lineup. Hyundai are the only ones I can think of that do a hot hatch. But yeah, then they don't do anything further up in terms of performance. Uh, no, so it's the N, effectively. Hyundai's performance cars yeah. are the N models. Which are only, I think, it's definitely the i30N. I don't know if the i10N exists. Um, I think the i20N does. Yeah. So I think them those guys need to start doing start breathing a bit more performance throughout their range. And that's when people, unfortunately, that's when people pay attention. People start taking start taking notice and start paying attention. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, you've, yeah, you've got you've got to have performance flagship models for people to, to yeah. pay attention. And the and Kia then- Stinger, it isn't. I mean, it's, it's a very capable car and a very good car, but it's not. It's their flagship, but it's not at the forefront of people's minds at the moment. When you think, Kia, no, but yeah? I still think it did a good job of bringing some attention to the brand. But you know what? I I don't think it did. I genuinely. Don't think it did because I don't think it was marketed that well. And where I'm a car guy, yeah, 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 yeah. Right now, I still think Kia and motoring journalists went mental for it for a short period of time, and that probably helped. But I agree, Kia yeah. probably didn't do a good of a, as good of a the, job as they could marketing, yeah. at marketing that vehicle. No, and and if its intention wasn't necessarily to go and sell a shitload of stingers, but to actually get people in the showroom, they should to have given the them away. Models, Effectively, they should have just said, "Look, we're selling this at you know whatever." Yeah, maybe. Uh, just for the like, Lexus did with the LFA. Yeah, effectively, everything they sold was at a loss. But I mean, they should have given the Stinger at like a much less pricing the, the, than they did. You said the, the LFA was still like a hundred thousand pound plus vehicle. Yeah, but they still lost money on everyone they sold. No, I know that's because it cost like a million pounds. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. They should have just they did they shouldn't cut their losses and and used it as marketing. Yeah, we're we're here to generate brand to us. Yeah, maybe you speaking about badge wankers and premium cars. Well, the other car that you may consider if you're in the market for a a, a smaller hatchback would be the BMW One Series. No, it wouldn't be, but people will. People, do you know how much that thing costs now? The base model. I don't know why you. The base model, which. 
nobody was going to buy the 118i SC, which looks fucking awful. Not just because it's the one series and the one series doesn't look that great anyway, but in yeah. SE trim, it looks awful. Yeah. 25 and a half grand. And then you're going to want to go and add extras <laughs> to that anyway, because it probably only comes with rear parking sensors wow. and that's about it. 25 and a half grand. That's a lot for a basic model. That is a lot. And it you're is. not getting much with that. You're not. So, uh, yeah, that's the Ford Focus and its rivals. Good car. Drives oh, yeah, nice. it's a good car. I don't, I don't, we've, always, we've always said it's a good car. A little bit yeah. underwhelmed by it's in some of its interior plastics. Yeah. Price could do with being a little bit more competitive. Do you know what? Uh, your point, on I balance. Think, I, I don't think it will be because they, re- they know, not just realise, but they know they've got a good car there. Well, yeah, it was no, it wasn't number two for for no reason. Exactly. So they know why 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 drop the price when we know we've got a good car there. Yeah, they'll still have the people that come to them. So the other thing that you asked about in last in the last episode was the Ford Mondeo, wondering if it's still made and if you can still buy it, and you can still buy it. Can you? So okay. I went I went and configured a Ford Mondeo, mm-hmm. um, and I thought, right, let, let's go and find one that's a sensible trim, not the top yeah, end yeah, Vignale or the- a titanium. I went for an ST line trim, which. Okay, is one yeah. below the Vignale, but actually looks a bit nicer. Yeah, I did it in a in black, so just a normal nice color. Mm. I put slightly nicer wheels on there. Nothing major. Thirty three thousand pounds. And the thing that shocks me even more: that the is... only engine choice you have is a two liter turbo diesel. Just one engine choice. If that does not tell you that that's a vehicle they are looking to get, get rid, rid of, of and stop manufacturing, I don't know what does. But you say, I think that, I think they're looking to re-engineer, redesign, relaunch it because there were some spy shot photos of it and it now seems to have become an estate. Well, are they, going back to what we said about the Nissan 400Z, they might do that, but do you think they're going to do it for the European market? We discussed this in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. There isn't a European market for saloon cars anymore unless they've got a BMW, Audi or Mercedes badge on the front. I don't get it. I don't understand. No, you're right. There, yeah, yeah, there isn't. There should be. There should be, but there is. A, I mean, them guys have done a great job of brainwashing people. Yeah, their Let's marketing teams They've are fantastic. They've done an amazing... I mean, if someone put a tagline on there, the ultimate driving machine, I'd be like, are you... What? Yeah, not anymore. Really? Yeah. Someone needs to take them to court over that because it is not the ultimate driving machine. Not, not yeah? anymore, no, they're not. I mean, but yeah, they, they have done a great... They, they've done a great job of... Um, of brainwashing people. Speaking of the ultimate driving machine, though, so if you're looking at 33 grand for your Mondeo, if you then went across to BMW and 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 um, spec'd up a one series, if you went base spec 318i, yeah, but it would have been one series, would it? That's 31 and a half grand. Uh, no, one, three series. Sorry. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. 31 and a half grand for a three series 318 base, ISC, but you wouldn't buy it, right? No, the ones that we're going to see will be tons sports, of on the road will be the 320 im sport sports, or 320 dm sport yeah uh, a 320 dm sport is 39 grand a 320 wow. im sport is 36 grand so 36 grand versus your 33 grand monday are not too different but if you need a two liter diesel yeah which is why you went to monday in the first place you're then looking at spending an extra six grand to get a bmw so an extra almost 20 percent, 18 percent. that's what it is i mean that's it's a, it's a good premium. thing there's plenty of idiots out there that buy these new cars so we can get them. It's not that though, right? We talk, and and we're not the only ones that do it. Other motoring journalists who are actual professionals do it as well. They always talk about the cost of a car in terms of its retail price. The reality is, as you and I know, that's not how people buy cars. People will lease them or take out finance oh, agreements. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And BMW, the reason why there's so many BMWs on the road they're is because their deals. finance agreements are actually very, very they good. They are actually. You get yeah. a lot of manufacturer contribution towards yeah, the models yeah. that they want you to You often shift. get 0%. 0% manufacturer yeah. contributions, which means that as the consumer, the deposit you put down is minimal. 
in yeah. a lot of instances, it's the same as your monthly payment. You know, you put down a few hundred quid as a yeah, deposit, yeah, yeah. and that's your monthly payment. Four years, eight thousand miles a year, and you're driving a forty thousand pound yeah. plus vehicle. I remember on the on the Grand Coupe, the previous one, it was like four five nine and four five nine. What the six series Grand Coupe? No, no, not the six. The four series, four series Grand Coupe. Yeah, it was like four five nine deposit, four five nine a month, and that's a f- and like that, you say, you're in a brand an new car. That's an excess of forty thousand pound. That yeah, vehicle. and you're in a brand new car. Yeah, job done. So that's why you see so many on the road. So not only are their marketing department doing a really good job, their oh, yeah, their finance department, their, yeah. their, their finance and propositions department yeah. understand it as well. True, and actually now with like. Car wow, you do actually get some good deals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything that we say, we always go off manufacturer RRP. Yeah. But the reality of it is you're going to be able to get money off. We speak yeah. about the focus being 22 grand. If you really wanted to focus and you only probably get 20 grand, grand, you can get it for 19, 19 grand anyway. 20, I think you get the same money. price as your Voxel. But yeah. the Astra, you could then go into bat on the Astra and you could get money off that as well. It's oh, yeah. If you, got the Astra, if you got the Astra for like 15, a fiver, then you buy it. For a fiver. <laughs> then you go and buy it. Then I, then I wouldn't say anything. Yeah, and don't forget there will be, you know, there's there's times of the year when it's better to buy a car anyway. When you when you if you're shopping in you, March and September, you can buy a pre-registered car. So it's not technically brand new because it's been registered, but it's the registered owner is the actual garage that that registered yeah, it. Yeah, you you then become the actual first private owner or the second owner on the logbook, but because that car's pre-registered, it's not brand new. It's had its value yeah, already yeah. massively, kind of scrubbed so but lose that you say that yeah but if you look at it it doesn't they don't actually take that much value off the car they still charge bucks for it yeah. they still charge in relative terms it's still, in relative you know, terms yeah but it's it's if you if the spec already <laughs> exists as the one that you want you are better off buying a pre-registered car than you are getting a brand new factory no. order you know why because back to your point about how how do people buy cars all oh, right okay yeah, yeah you might get manufactured if it's pre-registered it's means it's owned. It's not brand new. You're not getting those finance deals on them. That's true. That's a really good point, actually, that I didn't consider. So it'll be just like you have to buy used and you'll get used with like interest rates or whatever stuff, but you're not going to get a finance thing on it. That's a good point, actually. Interesting. Anyway, that brings me to the end of everything I wanted to talk about today. Ford Focus and everything associated to the Ford Focus. What yeah. would you like to share with the lovely ladies and gentlemen today? I will talk about badge rankers. Which badge I'm rankers? Sorry, you know what? There are a few badge rankers, but the ones that are really, really pissing me off lately is the AMG badge wankers. I think, I think actually what we need to do, because I've had a couple of followers um, make comments and ask questions, I think there's some confusion out there by what we mean when we say badge wankers. There are two types of badge wankers. There are. There are. There is the traditional badge wanker that we've referred to in the show already today. I'm buying a BMW. I'm buying a Mercedes. I'm buying an Audi. I don't care if they're shit. I don't care if they break down or what their reliability is. I don't care if something else is better out there, but I just buy a BMW, Mercedes or Audi. Basically, yeah. The, pe- the people who will blindly go and buy a premium badge without Cheap. considering the whether the car they're buying is good or not. That's not us saying, by the way, that all of the premium German manufacturer vehicles are bad. There's some very, very good ones out there. But, but inherently, they're poorly designed. But... Well, no, some of them are really, really good cars. Some are fantastic cars. They've made some brilliant cars over the years as well. You can't deny it. I'm in yeah. one at the moment, and it's a good for for what it is. It's very, very good. Yeah, I've got true. two of them right now, actually. Yeah, yeah. And for what they are and what they do and how much they cost and in relative terms, yeah, they're very, yeah. very good. What we're po- pointing to here is the one one eight ISE, for example, the brand new one. If you were to go and spend twenty five grand plus of your hard earned money yeah. on that, which is a car that's going to be far less. Well, it's just going to be so much worse than any of the other cars yeah, that we yeah, mentioned. Course, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's 
Sorry, and, and I was going to say, and and if you're going to go and buy that because it's got a BMW badge on it, that's the kind of badge wanker that we're referring to. There. Yeah, it's just like I need to buy a new car. I'm just going to go look at BMW. That's it. That's what we mean. Yeah, you're not even going to consider something else because it's not a BMW or it's not a Mercedes or whatever. Yeah, and you don't actually know about how sometimes poorly and badly these engines are designed. Yeah, they uh, just they just churn this crap out. I I think I think normal people refer to them as badge snobs, but we're not normal people, so we're going to call them badge, badge wankers. wankers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But then the second type of badge wanker. Oh my god! Is the fake badge oh. wanker, and maybe we need to differentiate by calling them fake badge wankers and badge wankers, because you're referring to the fake I'm, badge wankers. I'm I'm referring to the I'm gonna put a fake badge on it, badge wankers. Yeah, so yeah. they're the fake badge wankers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and again, so we we have mentioned this before, but just before you go into your rant, just so that everyone know, we're all on the same page here. What we're talking about is people who buy. Uh, and it's only very really prominent in two two manufacturers, three. really. I've seen a I've seen a few more actually. It's it, the problem gets worse, but okay. people who buy performance badging for their non-performance model car. So because people, it's got the kit well, on it or something. for whatever reason they may come up with whatever justification yeah. they may tell you it's false right yeah 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 so i know the ones that you want to talk about today so i'll let you talk about the specific manufacturer associated yeah these wankers. are your brothers and cousins, My brothers and the cousins. fucking mercedes amg badge wankers these oh, are particularly bad god they are getting worse and worse and worse like some dude has got an amg badge to stick on his dial his iDrive. What's the what's the Mercedes? Is it I, no? What Mercedes called the equivalent it? of the iDrive? Equivalent of the iDrive. He's put an AMG badge on it. But did you not know that that knob was manufactured by AMG? It was made by one how man. How the fuck did AMG style the knob? Handmade by one man. And I just comment. It was some person. I just comment on there. I goes, why? I was like, oh, so you got an AMG then? No, I just like it on there. No, no, no. Sorry, no. Then what he did? He proceeded to go and put his registration number plate. In, in some VIN decoder or something, or a logbook decoder, and then show on there that it was class, his car was called an AMG something. And he said, yes, I had the AMG. It was an AMG trim. It was right? an AMG trim, yeah. right? So then I had to go obviously go and slap on something to prove to him that- A picture of an actual uh, AMG. Uh, uh, of an actual AMG. And I quote, the only difference between my AMG which his his AMG, which is I think I think it was a 180 or something petrol, and your AMG is yours is the C63. <laughs> these are his these are his words. That is the only difference. So, so let me translate that. What that means is the only difference between my car and your car is that yours is an AMG and mine is not. They don't they don't they don't understand. This is the thing. Like they're worse than M badge wankers. They genuinely and they will sit there and fight and argue on Facebook until to prove their point until you give up because they are not giving up. Bro, my car went to the AMG styling department to have it to have all this stuff put on by AMG, so it's an AMG it's an AMG. No, it did not. It's like no, it's not. You know, lift up the hood. Have you got a plaque on there that says AMG? No. On the engine, I mean, no, so it's not an AMG. And, and, and by the way, that's, are... for, that's it's not the, what you've just said about the car went to an AMG start. It didn't, right? What happened is AMG make a catalog of products. They make wheels, they make body kits, mm-hmm. they make engines, they make gearboxes and everything else as well, yeah. right? Suspension components. They keep the 
the the the engines and the gearboxes and the drivetrains and suspension components for their own vehicles vehicles, and they make the other stuff available to mercedes to put onto their normal cars Cars, to make them look a bit nicer same thing that the m division do with bmws when you buy an m sport it has nicer wheels with m badges on and that's okay by the way if people say but my wheels have got AMG badges on. Fine, because they are they AMG, AMG manufactured wheels. wheels. got no yeah, issue with that. Yeah, yeah. And crucially, that's how they came out of the factory. You aren't fucking around with it. So yeah, I've yeah. got no issue. It's the same, same with people who are unfortunate enough to own an AMG C43. It came out of the factory with an AMG badge. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold anything against you for driving around with the car with an AMG badge. What I do hold against you, though, is if you go and specifically buy an AMG badge off eBay, may yeah, I add, yeah. and add it to a car yeah. that you know full well when it left the factory did not have that badging and decal on it. On it, yes, yes. Because what that you are doing, good. all you are trying to do is you are trying to disguise what it is that you have. And here's the yeah. stupid thing, and we've said this before, and I will say it again until there is no breath left in my body. The absolute stupid thing about this is that the people who would look at it and not know that it's not don't an AMG couldn't give a shit. Yeah, they don't. You could put a Daihatsu badge on the back of your Mercedes and they'll go, they, they nice black even... car. That's it. That's it. It's a car. Yeah, they yeah. don't care, yeah. right? The yeah. people who are going to go, oh, that's an AMG Mercedes, just will then look rip. at it for a second time for more than five seconds yeah. and go, without that's the AMG brakes. Without the AMG styling, without the AMG noise and the engine. Without the, the AMG engine, without the forget AMG, everything else. Without, without the AMG engine. Without the AMG. That's what they're known for. They're not known for doing side skirts and wheels. They're known for what no. they stick under the hood. But 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 again, right, if the car's parked up on the side of the road and it's not started, you wouldn't know if it doesn't have an AMG engine. But this is the thing. People mm. who know their cars, like no. you or I, will be able to tell that your brakes are not AMG brakes because they're far too small. You are fooling nobody and the people that you are fooling couldn't give two shits what it is that you drive. They're not interested. So what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. They go, oh, but it's for me. It makes me feel I like it and stuff. I was like, but but you, what, you like putting fake badging on a car that isn't the badge that you put on there. Do you know what? It's 2021. It's been a rough year for everybody. I am all for people doing stuff that make them makes themselves feel better. Some people even listen to us because it helps them feel that's, a little that's, bit that's better. That's allowed. That's justifiable. Every, everything is justifiable. Seriously, whatever you want to do to make yourself feel better, especially in the current year, absolutely do it. Yeah. Self-care is really important right now. Except, except this. Yeah. This is yeah. where I draw the line. I blame Mercedes. Mercedes are partly to blame for it because of their AMG line now. Yep. Yeah, so... I can see how they they just they're just um they're feeding the that shit with the AMG line, but I expect people to have a bit more dignity and self respect. I yeah. I would I would expect people to just go, Am I really a liar? Am I a fraud? Is that how my parents are? I no, me? I expect them to sit back and think, Am I really that insecure? That's another part of it as well. Am I am, am, I, I, really am I a fraud that and am I insecure? Yeah. Because mm. the, the day someone pulls up next to you in an AMG, you're gonna feel like a dick. The day because ever- not no no not because you don't drive an AMG sorry not because of that is that you can you can, listen I don't have any of those performance vehicles and I'm absolutely fine but if you put a badge on it you- then I'm sorry you should you someone should do whatever they can to make you feel like an absolute idiot I I, I, I see what you're saying I think it's even worse 
if a, anybody pulls up to you in anything that they're driving and they roll the window down and they go, ha, fake AMG, even if they're driving around in a 300 pound piece of shit that won't pass its MOT tomorrow, yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah, still in the yeah, right, yeah. by the way. Mate, I they have every around. right to ridicule you, even yeah. if you're driving a brand new 40,000 pound C-Class that's not an AMG with a fake AMG yeah. badge. I'm sorry. They are better than you are right Mate, now. I go, I drive down looking at them for them and I dust them in my 150 SE XP sporty van. <laughs> I look for these people and dust them and then I look at their face in my rear view mirror. You're, you're right. They, they are. And, and the thing is, it's the, it's the counter arguments that you get. Oh, the, they're not even But it is an AMG. I'll camera. show you the logbook. The logbook. The logbook says AMG yeah. on it. Uh, yeah, but it also says diesel. D- yeah. It and also says the curb weight. You want to go and advertise well, the that weight stick, of your That car. has decals on the side of your wing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 1,624 kilograms. Yeah, Put yeah, that yeah. on the side of the car. Let everybody right. know. Just please be happy with what you have. Yeah? doesn't matter why you have it, why you don't have it, but that's what you've got. Don't turn it into something that it's not. Yeah, I mean, Please. if you're going to do that, you might as well put a Lamborghini badge on your Volkswagen. Yeah, exactly. Well, Same Mercedes, parent company, right? Mercedes is still a Mercedes. BMW is still a BMW. Okay. And they and so, and you know what? If you worked hard and you bought yourself a nice premium German car, with the exception of what we said about original badge wankers rather than fake badge wankers, yeah, fine. Well, good for go you. For it, yeah, yeah. Don't ruin it though. No, no, no. Yeah, I bought my I bought I bought my old man the um the C two fifty no C two twenty. I wish I'd never had. <laughs> I wish I'd not bought that only because you bought a rubbish one that you then had to spend the next four months fixing yeah true true but yeah I agree with you um, and you were saying it's it, it's only kind of is limited to two manufacturers it's not where are you seeing it creeping now RS vehicles no really have you actually seen it are you just trying I to make saw, are you no, just trying to make up drivel no I saw the best one I saw an A8 it was an old A8 it was the D2 model so it was like an early 2000s one yeah nice car I really like the A8 I do like it and if you're the first gen if you got yeah. the balls to be running an A8 regardless of which engine from that era because the yeah. smallest they did was like a 2.8 litre V6 oh so I, I, I was I coming back from the other day and I saw an M4 M4 and a D2 S8, the first generation, and they were going for it. And you know what? The S8 dude was giving it something. And it bet it sounded he, better as well. Oh, of course it did. Of course it did. And it looked, it looked a lot nice as well. And so the S8 guy was going up first. He was just cruising and he was just a little bit in front of me. I was in my Astro van keeping up with him. No problem whatsoever. <laughs> dude in, an M, in the M4 comes along and he was, he was just cruising. The guy in the M4 wasn't really going that much. And then I think when he saw when he saw the guy in the S8, I think he must have got a bit of a some, but somebody uh, basically provoked somebody else. Yeah, and then the guy in the M4, then he put he dropped it and put his foot down, and sort of started going off. And then the S8 guy and the he just put his foot down and he kept up. He, he not kept up with him. Obviously, I, I don't think the M4 guy was going full chat, but the S8 was not letting up. And then I pulled up next to them on the lights. And I looked at the S8 guy. There's an old guy in there. He had suit and tie on and stuff. Old guy in there. And I was like, I put my hand up to him and said, you know what, mate? Respect. Respect yeah. you. That pisses over the M4 any day of the week. So so, so that that era of S8, uh, yeah. of A8, sorry, I saw one, right? I'm not sure what engine it had because the engine badge was removed. But it had an S8 badge on the back. And it wasn't an S8 in the slightest because yeah. it didn't have S8 exhaust. It didn't have S8 wheels. It didn't have S8 Ride brakes. High. And the badge... It was wrong. It was too small. Oh, it was a fake badge. eBay badge. So people are doing it there as well. Really? And, and, and that's where you think, even though you saw a real essay, how many people wouldn't even take a second look at that car and wouldn't even realise what it is? Most people, even with the badge, they wouldn't realise it's an essay. They wouldn't They'd give like, oh, a shit. It's right? an essay not knowing what an essay is. Yeah, right? Yeah, somebody thought, I'm going to fake badge, badge my A8. Why? 
people like you again going to the point people like you or i who know what an essay is yeah. would look at it and go that's fake you're a fucking idiot yeah whereas other people would go big audi that's it What's or nice not even big, big audi? audi big car yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah it, it's cre- i've so i saw, yeah, it. I saw yeah, a fake yeah. s8 i'm sure i saw somebody had a ford i don't know the pickups but there was a ford pickup and yeah and, and it had like um I don't know what it was, but it had an F-150 badge on it and it wasn't an F-150. It definitely wasn't a Ford huh? F-150. Was it an old, an old thing? No, it was fairly new, but it wasn't an F-150. So someone had fake badged their Ford pickup truck. Oh my God. I think it might have been a Ranger, actually, as an F-150. You wouldn't put an F-150 on a Ranger. Why, why would you do a Ranger? I don't know. I don't know why somebody did it. Maybe it was a sick joke or something. But again, what's the, why what's is the, the point? point? What is the point? So Your car worse. comes with everything it needs. Just leave it. In it, terms of, it I mean, like, in terms of those kind of badges. Yeah. If you want to put Spax bad. decals on Coney and Ebac on the on the wing, then fine, you can do that. If you if you really want to, if you yeah, want to do fine. That, Even yeah. though you've got none of those parts fitted to your car, but whatever. No, but yeah, well, I mean, if you're going to stick A and G badges on, you're better off doing that. To be fair, yeah. So any fake badge wankers that are listening, stop it. Yeah, fix up, man. Find another way to care for yourself. And with that, I think we are uh, we're at the end of the show. Are we out of time. We are out of time. All right, there we are. So um, until the next time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. What you can do if you follow. enjoyed the show or if you didn't enjoy the show. Yeah, do what I was about to say. Yeah, follow us, please. Instagram, Facebook. I mean, most of the time you probably listen to this on your phone anyway. So while you're listening to it, just go into Instagram. Most people have got Instagram and Facebook and just go and hit follow. Or you like. know what? If you haven't got Instagram, just make an account. You don't have to post anything. Oh, yeah, there are hard. so many accounts out there that have zero posts, but they like the share. Yeah. Lots of so stuff. us keeping having to keep making fake accounts. <laughs> it does, yeah. The only reason you made a new Instagram account just is so we get one more follower, more, more followers. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're at, let's carry on plugging your page. So uh, at Driveway Autos, Driveway Autos for so, all your um, motoring, what for all your um, don't know what mechanical. It is. Ne- I don't know. It's not. It's just me showcasing for, what for I do. your entertainment. Yeah, really? it's just me showcasing the work and stuff that I do on the cars, my yeah. vans. That's and uh, yeah, and we got a snippet of how boring that can be as well when uh, in la- in the last episode. So yeah, <laughs> there we are with that. Uh, just just something to point out. Actually, you'll probably notice that. Um, I mean, oh no, no, wait, 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 wait. What? I forgot to update you. Unfortunately, the Rover GoFundMe page didn't quite get to where we needed, and that Rover sold for twelve grand. When you say the Rover fu- GoFundMe page didn't get to where we needed, did you not create the Rover GoFundMe page? Is that no. what you mean? Yeah, I didn't. So you didn't, you didn't create it in time and it went to somebody who actually bought it. Yeah, 12 grand. Good, good value 12 money. grand. Yeah. 36,000 miles on that car it was. Anyway, the hunt for a Rover 220 Coupe continues. Turbo continues. Yes, absolutely. And with that, we will leave it there. Thank you for listening. See you next time.